mess up. Is it live? Yep, we, we are, are live. live. Greetings, champion parents. Welcome back to Mommy Talk Live. As always, we are here to share information and resources to inspire positive parental engagement. We are real, relatable, and right on time. <laughs> With Dr. Pert, Miss Lisa, and myself, Miss April. And this evening, we have a very special guest, champion parent and entrepreneur, Mr. Yoshi Hibachi Grill himself, Mo Blackwell. Yay! Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, Mr. Blackwell. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes. Yeah, this is exciting to um, have you here on the show. Um, today, we're going to be talking about how to be a champion parent, uh, entrepreneur, and balance work and life and care for your children. So before we begin, if you can let the world know, who is Mo? Uh, I am a 46-year-old Detroiter. Uh, I've been here ever since I was six months old. Um, my mother and father met in college in North Carolina at North Carolina A&T. My mother was from North Carolina. Uh, my dad was from Highland Park. <laughs> he went to school down there and they met and then I was conceived. Uh, he came back to Highland Park and my mother stayed and um, had me. And then he sent for us six months later and I've been in the Detroit area my whole life. Um, uh, went to high school here. And here you go. Detroit. What up, though? Yeah, what up, though? I <laughs> right. Went Detroit, I went to Detroit. I uh, went to DPS um, Public School, the Detroit Renaissance. Went to Wayne State, um, and ever since I was a senior in high school, I was in business. You know, my senior year, I started throwing high school parties, uh, oh, and then awesome. from and then from there, I threw about five of them, and then mm. I went off to school uh, for a year. Then I came back and transferred. I needed a job, so from there, I started mm. throwing. Um, high school parties again because I was a senior so I, I connected with all the kids in all the different schools and I threw mm -hmm. high school parties for about three four years and what happened is those high school students graduated and became college students mm -hmm. and then I started throwing college parties mm -hmm. and then three four more years go by and what happens those college students are now adults so I started throwing 21 and up parties um, started at club network uh me and my buddies, we came up with a concept called Jeans and Moet. Been throwing that party for 25 years. Uh, saved up enough money when I was in my early 30s to open up my first nightclub, which is Club Icon. And um, I've, I've had about five or six different clubs and restaurants. And um, I had a clothing line called Mosi. I had about four or five clothing stores. And I manufactured my own women's jeans. Did that for about eight, nine years. Oh, Dr. Perman, she was just talking about her jeans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you don't jump to feel jeans on, baby, you don't feel my pain. So I, so I did that and, um, you know, I, I threw up some concerts at Music Hall, Masonic Temple, uh, uh, Opera House, Fox Theater. Um, I was a Wayne County Commissioner for about six years. And, um, you know, what I'm doing now is I'm, I'm in the carryout, you know, restaurant business. I got six carryout locations, five Yoshi's and one barbecue central. 
And, um, you know, I couldn't have opened up this business at the perfect time because uh, who, who would have ever thought that we would be hit with a global pandemic and the coronavirus that mm-hmm. would basically shut everything down except carry out restaurants. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, when the virus hit in March, I'll never forget. I, I was opening up my store on Livernois, and then three days later, the governor shut down all sit-down restaurants. So, you know, we were doing well. Uh, we, we weren't slow, but we had a very steady customer uh, at all the locations. But once the sit-down restaurants closed and McDonald's and Burger King and all the other places didn't let you go inside and folks started getting that extra $600 a week and they got their $1,200, it was like... <laughs> It was, I mean, when I tell you, it started to slow down for the last week now because unemployment has ran out. And I think people, I think people are getting more comfortable going back to their favorite sit-down restaurant. You know, when when sit-downs first opened, people were a little leery, Mm -hmm. but now I think they're a little more comfortable. So I I think the business kind of is normalizing now, but when I tell you April, May, June, and July was just it was crazy. I mean, we, we couldn't keep yeah. up with the demand of the, you know, and if you would ride by any fast food restaurant, you would see how line, long the lines were. Yeah. The pizza mm-hmm. places, the pizza places weren't answering the phone. It, it was just a different time that, you know, it, it was definitely, it definitely was a boom, you know, for my business. So even though sure. folk lost their lives and a lot of tragedy, um, you know, came out of this whole thing a lot of death a lot of folk got sick a lot of folk lost their businesses a lot of folk are still out of work but you know for what i do it 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 actually was you know was a blessing i hate to say it right so your resume i just want to add real quick I'm sorry, Dr. Perry. I, you know, I had to get on the Yoshi. You know, we are right. my my household and my family. We are fans of Yoshi. Okay. Real, you know. So we thank you. We just had it Friday. It's um, okay. I'm, I ain't even think about going back to Benihana's. We we on Yoshi. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought of the concept. Um, I I wondered, you know, um, black folk. Uh, and just just people love sit down hibachi. They they like Benihana. They like Shogun Osaka, uh, Genji. They they like all the the sit down hibachi places. But they don't like sitting at a table sometimes with strangers, and they don't like waiting two to two and a half hours to get their food. So I wondered what if I could spin this concept off with a carry out concept where, you know, you got the same kind of style food but it, it it was done a little quicker a lot quicker and the 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 only down problem you know the only downfall from that is that when you go to Benihana you can kind of tell the cook at the table how you want it you can tell them cook it harder cook it softer uh, make my shrimp Put more well extra done. garlic butter yeah, <laughs> extra garlic butter so when you order in my carryout restaurant that 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 is is tough for us because we try to cook it all one way because we have no idea this person may want their shrimp a little a little darker than this person so so we've tried to make it all one way and at times you know we get it right and sometimes we get it wrong and man you know typically when we're contacted through 
Instagram or if somebody's unhappy, you know, we just make it over. We don't ask any questions. We make it over and try to get it right. So we've only been open um, two years. I mean, we opened up our Finkel store in October of 2018. So, so, all, so less than two years later, we got five locations. We opened up Kelly Road in January of 2019. So, you know, I'm blessed that this has been growing. And, um, you know, just want to just just provide good service. And, and, and hopefully this is a business that can run 20, 30, 40 years and I can pass it on to my kids. You know, that is my hope, you know. So um, just want to be consistent and uh, just provide good service. And it just goes to show you that people in the neighborhoods have money because it's not cheap. The food that we sell is not cheap. It's not, you know, you can come in and spend $25, $30 because, you know, we're giving you ribeye steak. We're giving you um, fresh products every day and it's Mm -hmm. not cheap, but, you know, folks got money and they, and they don't mind spending it on what they want. And they don't mind spending it on quality food, right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. So how many children do you have? I got twin boys. Oh, twin boys. How old? 14. Mm, 14. Okay. So as a champion parent, how does your children fit into your life choices and endeavors? Listen, everything I do, uh, pretty much, I think about their well-being right now. you know, um, one of my sons is six feet and the oldest one is five, three. So I got fraternal twins. So, mm. you know, my kids are just like me. Um, you know, you know, one of them is very antisocial. Um, even though I was in the nightclub business, I'm, I'm real kind of antisocial. And I think I've gotten that way uh, as I've gotten older. I don't really go out you know, like I used to, I kind of stay, you know, to myself. And that's how my son is. Well, I mean, that's how the youngest one, the tallest one is. The 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 uh, oldest one, who's the shorter one, takes after his mother. He uh, is a lot more lively. He, he'll come into the room and he'll speak to everybody where his brother will come in and, and he'll say, man, you're not going to speak, you know. But I, I'm trying to teach these guys that as a black male um, growing up in the city, you have to be very aware I'm very cognizant of your surroundings because they're getting to an age now where they aren't young kids anymore. They're 14. And, you know, one of them, like I said, one of them is six feet 14 and he doesn't look like he's 14. He looks like he could be 17. So mm-hmm. that being said, if you see all the stuff that's going on in the news about police brutality and then their mother mm-hmm. is a police officer. So if you see all this stuff in the news about police brutality, uh, you, you, you just worry about your kids well-being. I, you know, I don't, I don't shelter these guys, you know, these guys get in the car and they listen to, I mean, I thought I listened to bad music when I was growing up, but some of the stuff they listen to, I like, man, can y'all put your headphones in? So I kind (laughs) of, I kind of let them do their thing. And, you know, all I ask is that they be very respectful to adults. Mm -hmm. I ask that they try hard in school um, and just, try to you just stay clear of the wrong bunch because you can have mm-hmm. a great kid and that peer pressure is, you know, that's rough. You know, you, yeah. you get in a situation where you, you hang in with somebody and that person does something foolish and now you jacked up, you know, for the rest of your life. So 
So I try mm -hmm. to teach these kids that, especially my kids and even all the kids that are around them, you know, all their friends, all the kids I've coached that listen, mm -hmm. man, as you guys get older, you start getting 15, 16, 17. If you're out in the suburbs and you do something stupid, you might not have the same chance that you, you, you have in the city. So you got to be very uh, aware of your surroundings and, and you got to make sure that you're not involved in mess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and you know what I echo those same sentiments because I have three children and I kind of let my uh, oldest one I let her do her thing and I right. allow her to listen to any type of music but I explained to her that look we don't live this lifestyle that you hear that you know <laughs> you may dance to that you do your TikTok videos to right. it's just all a form of entertainment for us because that's not our lifestyle because I feel like at the end of the day she's going to be exposed to that whether she's uh, around you know she's just going to be exposed to it because that's the environment you know the children have so much access to technology nowadays and I do feel like it's important as a champion parent that you school your children that you can't really shelter them because they're going to be exposed one way or another yeah I agree too um I think also um like Mr. Bacco was saying that it's important for you to have your children be conscious of who they're surrounded by because you are you know who you're surrounded by so you know, sometimes we can mix up with the wrong person and go down the wrong road. So, but it's important for us to make sure that we guide our children to ensure that they're just surrounded by like-minded children. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I, I do. I do feel like it's important that you tell your children, look, you should not be hanging with that person. And then I think it's also important too to say, look, I'm not going to allow you to do that. But at the end of the day, you know, who you know children are gonna well, you children, know some yeah. children have well, to learn the hard way like you can't be like yeah. oh you may gotta point out some of their demeanors mm -hmm. your kids. i know i have sons i have a 20 and a 21 year old and i can't be like wow. oh don't hang around with him i gotta point out things so that they'll pick up on it but like, yeah well, i was gonna say you have to be very careful about telling a kid um i don't want you seeing such and such and i don't want you talking to such and such because sometimes that draws them closer to these negative forces, you know? So sometimes, right, you gotta, we gotta be slicker in our approach and point out some things and ask them, how do they feel about certain things? I think, you know, and then and sometimes they might look and say, okay, well, you know what? Hmm, you might be right. You know, they may yeah. not tell you, but in their head, they're thinking, they thinking it. And then, you know what? I think it's important that we know our own children as well, too, because we can look and be like, look at who you're hanging around with. But then also their parents may feel the same way about our children because it's like yeah. our children may be doing some of that negative behavior that, you know, yeah. we don't want them to. So it's very important because it was so funny because my daughter, she was like, she did tell me that one of her friends, uh, mother got on a post and was like, mm -mm, I don't know about that, TT. And I was like, Ooh. well, what, what what are you doing, TT? So I started going through her phone and stuff. And then I explained to her, like, look at your actions. Look what the parent is seeing. I said, so can you understand why she was saying that? And she said, yeah, I do. So I think that it's not, I, I think it's important to tell your children to be careful who they hang around. But I think it's also important for us to be aware of who our children are as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Mr. Mo Yoshi in the his house. So 
I know that our parents out there are wondering, how do you do it all? How do you balance work and care for your children and your family? What tips can you give our families out there? Um, I, I basically, uh, I've always kind of, like we've been in the gym, you know, my kids have been playing travel basketball ever since they're five years old. So uh, a day for us would be um, pick them up from school. You know, we go to the gym, we work out two, a couple of hours and they go home and do homework. We've been doing that, man, every day since they five. I mean, it, you know, I mean, I mean, we were in the gym today from 12 to 2.30. So what I try to do is I, I, I try to build my schedule around that schedule. Um, as far as the other extracurricular activities, um, since everything is closed now, movies, things of that nature, um, you know, we, we have been traveling on the road, going to a few basketball tournaments over the last eight weeks. So, I mean, as far as it relates to, to me and my business, I just got good help. I got good, I have a great staff that doesn't know, because you got good people and, and I pay them well, I don't have to sit in a store 12 hours a day. So, you know, if, you, if you're in business for yourself and once you feel like you can uh, uh, take time away from the business, if you got the right person running it or the right staff in there running it, then that frees you up. Cause I didn't open up these restaurants to be in each store for 12 hours a day. I mean, that that's, that's not, most people don't get in business to, to they, they want to learn the business and run the business. But once the business becomes profitable, then they're going to hire the right manager, right cashiers, right cooks. So their business can kind of run on autopilot if they want to take a trip, if they want to go on vacation, if they get sick, if they need things to do. So at the end of the day, my staff really only calls me if it's a major emergency they pretty much have the ability to deal with customers or remake issues. So that, that kind of frees me up to either open up more stores and it frees me up to really spend time with my kids because in another two, three years when these boys start driving, they're not going to want to be with me no more. They don't, they damn sure don't want to be with me now. <laughs> so in, in another couple of years when they start driving and you know, that they juniors and seniors in high school, I'll be lucky if I can get some time with them. So, mm -hmm. you know, that being said, and then we're not even talk about when, when, when the females and the girls come into yeah. the equation. When they go to college, you know, I feel like it's a, um, he doing me a favor by like, if we have movie night, he feel like that's a Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> like it's a privilege to be with you now? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, you know, like I said, I mean, my kids, um, I love them to death. I, I pretty much do everything thinking about them and at the end of the day you know when I'm gone whatever I whatever assets I have or this then the other I'm leaving it to them so I'm, I'm trying to get them to really appreciate uh hard work and business uh, but at their age um they just have no clue as to what they want to do you know when they graduate high school um I I, I think they want to go off to college because they have because they have aspirations of playing college basketball but you know like I said college is not for everybody you know I went to college I got an English degree and I'm in the chicken fried rice business so I know so many folk who have went to school 
and got a degree in one field and they're doing something totally different. Mm-hmm. And I know folk that went to school and, you know, they say college was a waste. But, you know, at the end of the day, whatever it is you're going to do, you got to get some kind of skill or training, whether you're selling real estate or whether you're a plumber or a car mechanic or whatever it is. So whatever my kids want to do, I'm going to support them 100 percent and uh, just be there for them and try to give them advice. I like that. I like that you make your children a priority. I, I think that is very important. And I think that is what a champion parent does. And I think that's great advice that, you know, our listeners can, you know, agree with. So for me, I would like to know, you say you used to be a coach, right? I did, yes. Right. So how important is it for parents to get their children involved in extracurricular activities? I know right now, you know, we it's a pandemic, but you know listen, it, it's that's that's so important because whether your child is an athlete or not, whether you get your child in extracurricular athletic endeavors or not, they need to be doing something because they should not be playing video games or watching TV. You only go to school from eight to three. What is that kid doing from 3.30 to 9.30 or 10 o'clock to the time for them to go to bed every single day? What are they doing on the weekends? They have to be doing something constructive with their time, whether it's learning how to play chess, uh, academic games, whether it's learning a foreign language, whether it's, you know, learning to play an instrument. Uh, you know, ladies are into gymnastics and dance and, and, and you know, whatever your kid's passion is, whether it's drawing, taking drawing classes. My kids just happen to gravitate towards basketball. They, my grand, you know, their grandmother, my mother tried to sign them up, for, you know, for a piano and that didn't last long. Uh, you know, they tried to do some, some uh, some football when they were early five, six, seven. That that didn't last long. They did t-ball and baseball as youngsters, but you got to just let them absorb a lot of different things, and and something is going to stick. They just can't come home and watch TV and sit on the couch um, and play video. And, yeah, and the parents just can't make the kids do chores all day. You gotta, you know, you gotta have your kid do something other than clean the house and their homework they have to because kids have passions and hobbies and they have their own desires I don't care if your kid wants to be a rapper if your kid wants to be a rapper you take that boy or girl and get him in the studio and start investing yeah start investing in what they want to do and find out what they want to do you know my kids wanted to my one son is a little entrepreneur he had a little hustle where he was selling candy at school he was like, dad, take me to Sam's Club. I need to get some candy. The problem was his re-up money, he was spending it and he wasn't reinvesting back in his business. He wanted me to keep fronting the money and that didn't last long. So you got to just teach them good um, lifelong skills early, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, And hopefully once they get a teenager, then it's stuff and kind of be embedded and, and they can kind of get the initiative and do it on their own. 
That's funny mm-hmm. that you talked about the kids selling candy <laughs> in school because I swear last year my son and this little girl because the little girl would bring like a stash of candy and she would tell him like well if you sell such and such I'm gonna give you half of what you sell so then wow. he got to where he's asking me he was like well can you um can I get my own supply and because I work <laughs> in the schools it was like well Dion, I can't really support that because you're not supposed to be in, in school selling candy but then some days I would you know I would get them you know some candy right. anyway and sell it but um but it was funny I'm like this little hustler <laughs> and then this That's- little girl it was hilarious the kids do it all the time they do. You're yeah. right. And you're right. I, I love what you're saying about uh, supporting your kids, even with the rap career. Like some of us may look like, well, rap, that's not promising. But, you know, you are, you're right. You have to either get them in the studio, make, get them to reading more materials because, you know, these rappers, they get, you know, they're very intelligent. Like some people look at, at rappers a certain kind of way, but a lot of these rappers, you know, they're out there sharing knowledge. You know, very we grew up smart. with rappers that very were always smart. teaching. Very smart, very intelligent, and will fill you in on some history. You're right. You're right. Yes, I, I like that, um, yeah. Mo, what you said, that it's important for parents to find their kids' passion and expose them to different extracurricular activities. And if something doesn't work, expose them to something else. I think that is so important because I heard you say, yeah, because I heard you say, okay, well, this didn't work out. So we're going to try to try this. And then that way the kids find their passion and they learn more about themselves. I think that is very important. And then also I like what you said, how you have to teach your children a skill. And I think that that is very important that you said, it was something that you said that resonated with me. Oh my God, what was it? Oh, this is bad that I can't remember, but it- I think it re- so just support your kids and whatever their endeavors are. Rather it's rapping, you gotta sell the mixtapes from the trunk. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, just support your kids, whatever their endeavors, because you never know where they'll take off. Yeah, because, like, definitely yeah, support because even and, if you don't... I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, oh, no, I, that, that really resonated with me, because a lot of times, you know, we can go off our own fear and say, oh, no, I don't think that's going to work, or, you know, we could just be pessimistic and not even identify that we're being pessimistic. And, you know, we have to support our children's dreams. And sometimes, even if we know as a parent that it's not going to work out, that's okay. Let your children learn, because a lot of times children can learn through failure. Yeah. And I think sometimes we perpetuate our fears and we are Mm -hmm. fearful about things. So we try to perpetuate our fears and that pessimistic run, um, pessimistic character rubs off. So yeah, like you said, just got to step back and just let them just move forward. Yeah. Mo is kicking some real knowledge and I cannot wait to try your restaurant. I think it's very important that we support one another. And so I'm looking forward to your restaurant. If you can let our listeners know uh, your the location of your restaurant so they can come check it out? All right, well, the the first store we open is on Finkel and Hubble. Finkel. In the heart of Northwest Detroit. Uh, Right down from the old- And that's Yoshi again for our viewers. We're talking about Yoshi, Hibachi Grill. It's the bomb.com, but go ahead. Um, Then we opened up on the east side on Kelly Road. 
That's our location. That's where we yep. Yeah, we're in Harper Woods between seven and eight miles. The third location we opened was uh, on the Detroit-Redford border. Uh, it's on Plymouth Road, um, Plymouth and Outer Drive. Uh, then, then we went to Southfield. We're on Greenfield uh, between 11 Mile and 696. Okay. Uh, in the Salvation Army strip mall. And the latest store we opened was on Livernois and Outer Drive in the Avenue of Fashion. Um, and like I said, we're opening up in Inkster pretty soon. Um, and, uh, you know, just just trying to stay busy. Yeah, this is exciting. So everyone go check out his restaurant. Mo, what's the most rewarding aspect of what you do? The most rewarding aspect of what I do, honestly, is employing people. Um, mm -hmm. I really um, enjoy helping folk and I'm helping them through employment. Um, the chefs, the cashiers, the individuals who pick up our food every day, um, you know, the, fo the folk who make our sauces. I mean, I have like 40 employees. When you add up all employees at different stores, and 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 of of the forty, probably twenty five or thirty of them look like us. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm giving people real jobs. I'm paying payroll taxes. I'm paying sales tax. Um, you know, it it is fun opening a new restaurant, but once the restaurant is open for a few weeks, then it gets stale to me because it's open. But I get more. I love, you know, I love seeing folk uh, come in, interview, high, you know, get hired. And, you know, I do have a, you know, we do have a high turnover sometimes on cashiers because, you know, the job is not for everybody. You know, everybody can't stand up on their feet eight hours a day and answer the phone and provide good service. And, you know, you know, we try and if it doesn't work out, it's no hard feelings. We, 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 we move on. But at, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, these young you know, young women, I do have a few male cashiers, but typically most of our cashiers are, are, are women. I mean, you know, these women are making, you know, man, I mean, when you factor in tips, they're making five, $600 a week. And, you know, that's a lot of money for a, a, a young lady who's 17, 18, 19, a senior in high school or freshman in college. You say it? I'm sorry. $600 a week. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when you, I mean, when you're making, right? Let me go in my application. I mean, when you're making eleven dollars an hour, and you're working forty hours a week, that's four forty, and they walking out of there every day with thirty to forty dollars in tips. You know, you know. So I mean, you know, they're making the money. So I enjoy seeing a person able to go to the mall and buy things for themselves. Um, I really that really you know and and i've always employed a lot of people from when i was in the clothing business to when i was in the restaurant business prior to this uh when i was in the bar business so you know a lot of folk have come through my way and i've given a lot of people good honest employment so you know i i really take pride in that um you know opening the place is cool but hiring the folk and uh, employing them is what I get my greatest satisfaction in. That's awesome. That's awesome. I just want to say a uh, shout out to a few of our champion listeners and parents. Of course, we okay. have Dorothy Morton, 
Um, we have Latori Williams says hello, everyone. And Keisha Smith McClendon said, hey, Cousin Mo. Hey, what's up? Yeah, and we have Clinton Durham. He said, hey, ladies. Hello. Dunham, Mr. Dunham. Oh, Dunham, I said Durham. Uh, <laughs> hey, thank you. Hey, yeah, thanks. we appreciate everybody for um, tuning in. And so, well, Mr. Time, Mo. Hey, ladies, the next time you guys do this show, um, I'm going to cater the show for y'all so y'all can each have Yoshi's in your respective home. Uh, you know, I like food. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so y'all coordinated and figure out how y'all can disperse the food to all three of you guys home. But the next time y'all go live, it's going to be catered by Yoshi. How about that? Okay. That is so nice. I cannot wait. I, I will go. Yeah, I'm gonna go pick it up and drop it off and all, all that. Right. I everything. So, you know, I like to eat. I was yeah. just at your restaurant. Um, a friend uh, referred me on what was that Thursday? I came. I went to the okay. location. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that is so exciting, Mr. Mo doing big things in the three one three. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm doing little things. I'm just trying to <laughs> you stay know what? Out the, it's big I'm things when you, out, but you know what? Stay out the way. No, it's yes. big things when you consider, like, I'm listening to how you talk. You're not arrogant. And Mo, I've been knowing you for a long time. You are not arrogant. I think you're very humble. That That's big stuff. And thank you for being humble. But it is what it is. You are doing big things around the city. And I like the heart and the passion when you talk about your, your, you, you have a passion for employing people. Hello. And that's about being uh, community minded. And I, look, we love it. You're doing big things. You don't have to admit it. We're going to admit it for you. So we appreciate you. You got to be humble. You got to be humble because you never know when um, you could be down and out. So at the yeah. end of the day, I've been down and out. Man, I've been down and out so many times. But because I've been a good dude, now I can pick up that phone and I can call somebody and say, hey, this is what I need. Can That's you right. make it happen for me? And 99% of the times when I've made those calls, things have turned in my favor because I treated people fair and I treated people good. So when you got to call in that favor for whatever it is, um, you know, that's how, you know, that's, you know, what you do, you know, you know, if you borrow money from somebody, uh, you gotta, you gotta pay it back and work out a payment plan. Uh, if you, you know, you, you just want to treat people like they, you know, you, you want to treat people like you want to be treated. Exactly. And if you do that, if you do that in the long run, everything is going to reciprocate and you, you're going to have a very successful career in whatever you're doing. Yeah, that, that, that is very powerful. What you say are very inspirational, um, I like that. Can y'all hear this? When, when, when I'm hearing Mo speak, this song came to mind. Can y'all hear that? <laughs> what song is it? Can y'all hear it? No. I can't hear it. What is it? It's 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 uh it's T.I. song. I just put it on. Big things popping and little oh. things stopping. <laughs> Big things popping and little things stopping. Yeah, so... Mr. Mo, we really appreciate you coming on the show, giving us your wisdom. I think you've really inspired some people. I know you've inspired me, and I really appreciate you know you sharing your wisdom and just the humble man that you are. Um, 
I, I, I like it. I, I, I like the vibe. I really do. So is there any final uh, thoughts for the viewers, words of encouragement? Um, you, I mean, you know, this is about being a good parent. So, I mean, I have a model that I tell my kids that I want you guys to be better than I am. So at the end of the day, I want my kids and my grandkids to be far superior and just a better person than I am because I've, I'm not perfect. I, I have flaws just like we all do. Um, you know, all humans have flaws, but, but, but you just want your kids to go on and do bigger and greater things than you. And that comes with you kind of giving them insight on the mistakes that you've made down the road, like, you know, bad bookkeeping, not paying the, the right amount of taxes, um, hanging with this person, uh, you know, uh, you know, helping them if you have women or young women or daughters helping them decide or hopefully pick the right boyfriend husband down the line if you got some hopefully he's picking the right girlfriend wife down the line you know you, you want to you know nurture good characteristics in them so they can grow on to be very successful adults that's what we all want we want our kids to be successful adults and we want them them to raise families and when we get old we want to sit back play with our grandkids and we want to be on the beach somewhere chilling that's what I mean that's what I want to do I don't know what you me ladies want to do but that's what I want to do so me too so 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 in order for me to achieve these things and I'm 46 in the next 15 years when I start to slow down and I'm in my early 60s God willing hopefully my kids can be where they are in life and I can see my grandkids you know, and drop them back off. But in order to get there, my, you my say kids, you drop them back off, right. not Absolutely. keep them, but drop them, them back off. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I can, I, I, I see them for a day or two, see them for a weekend. If I'm, you know, if I'm living in the city, if I'm, if, if I move and I see, see them for a few weeks here and there, but then they can go back to their mother and father. Mm -hmm. But in order to get to that level, we got to get our kids on the right path. We gotta make sure that they stay out of trouble. Uh, we gotta make sure that they have very good work ethic because un, un, unless you are born with a silver spoon in your mouth um, and, or you got some great inheritance, we all gotta work. We all gotta work to achieve what we want to happen. We all gotta work. So you gotta teach your kids to work because nothing is gonna happen easy unless your kid doesn't want, you know, somebody's kids may want to just, you know, lay on his mother's couch for the rest of his life. If, if you know, you know, I know my kid's mother is not going to let that happen. The minute they get 18, 19, 20, she's like, y'all got to get up out of here. So at, at, <laughs> at, at the end of the day, we got to teach our kids good work ethics so they can be good parents and we can be um, smiling and saying, man, we did a great job. Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah, I, and that's funny because I echo those sentiments because it's funny, my children are 13, 6, and 3, and I'm oh, wow. already thinking, and yeah, and I'm thinking like you because you say your children are 14, but you're looking, I always think long term, I am so looking forward to having grandchildren, I, I, I just am, <laughs> off. no time hey. soon, 
No time Please. soon, but hey, I just cro- am. Cross your fing cross your fingers. Do you have um is, is your thirteen year old a young lady or, or, or male? Young lady. Girl. I got girl, boy, girl. Right. So see, I got boys and my kids are a little little hot, you know, a little hot. But the, the young ladies nowadays, when I was coming up, I don't know, I can't remember when I was fourteen if the the young women were as uh, advanced as they are now but because of technology and this cell phone thing so much is at the, the disposal of your fingertips yeah. from everything and you ladies know what I'm talking about so mm-hmm. we, you got to figure out what damn I, I know my kids know about sex I, I, I know they know what's going on they watch too much TV they listen to too much music it's at their but listen, y'all not ready for this. Slow down. You gotta, you gotta wait till you, 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 you're at least responsible to deal with the consequences that come along with it. But how do you tell a, a hot in the pants, fifteen year old kid, not to be attracted to young ladies? Because that's what they, they are. So you have to monitor them. You gotta watch them. You gotta make sure that they ain't out here being overly aggressive. Because if you are overly aggressive on the wrong young lady, that can be a bad thing. You, you can mess around and find yourself in jail if yeah. the young lady says that something happened that didn't happen. So I try to teach my kids all these life lessons. Like, man, you got to be careful out here. You, 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 you know, you, you can't, you just can't be out here being some young player. You know what I'm saying? And, and because you, you can get the wrong young lady attracted to you and her feelings and get involved and she can say something that happened that didn't happen. It's just so, mm-hmm. I mean, man, it's just, it's, it's, it's scary being a parent of a teenager who in, in these times that we live in. And, yeah. and, and all my homeboys that live in the suburbs who got kids, they got their problems in, in them suburban schools, just like people got problems in the urban, in, in, in the city too. So it's, 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 it's no different. It's no different. True. Yeah. And I think that's very important. What you said It's very important to have the communication with your children to, and to teach them to how to avoid the pitfalls. We know sometimes they're going to bump their heads, but as a parent, it's our duty to teach them, like, look, this might be a possibility. Look out for this. Look out for that. You know, I, I think that's very important. And and me, I have a boy as well. Right. So I'm not going to wait till something <clears throat> actually happens. Say, you know, hey, what did you learn from that? I'm going to be proactive. And I, and I think that's what a champion parent does. You, you teach your kids, like, look, this can happen to you, you know? Right. I, I think that's important. So you've been speaking some real wisdom that I, parents really need to uh, reflect on and start living by. It, that's important. I appreciate this conversation. I really enjoyed this well, I, conversation. I it's a real I appreciate, appreciate you ladies having me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to uh, also, uh, I just want to, I, I appreciate, um, and it seems like these conversations have been kind of echoing um, for the last couple of weeks, and, and it's a it's a message, it's a uh, continual message uh, that I'm loving, um, and which makes you a great champion parent. 
you know, uh, kids, you want your kids to do better than you, you know, mm -hmm. uh, teaching your children not to burn bridges. That is very important um, to watch how you treat others, that you want to treat people the way that you want to be treating. And then even giving back, you know, um, not being arrogant, you know, being humble, you know, it's okay. confidence, you know, confidence is good, not being arrogant, um, being able to uh, give back, you know, to um, what has been given to you, you know, and um, these are some really, really great me messages. So Mo, I'm going to thank you again for coming. And it's funny when I was asking, I was like, dang, you know, I want to keep asking him all these questions, you know, so <laughs> I really, you know, because I could be really pushy. I could be pushy sometimes, but, um, but I do well, I appreciate you I, being I, here. I accept it because of you. And um, like I said, you know, but the problem is, I hope a lot of people saw this uh, interview, but yeah. then I hope a lot of people didn't see it because then my other friends are going to say, well, you went on their show. Now you got to come on mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I thank you. Uh, we're, we're definitely going to share this. So we help. We don't want you to get in trouble with your friends, but we are. No. <laughs> we are well, I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate it. You ladies have a good evening, and definitely um, next next time y'all ready for that Yoshi, let me know. Okay, we certainly All will. Right. So, champion uh, viewers, we want to thank you uh, for tuning in. Um, just a couple of quick uh, reminders: please exercise your right to vote. Um, I think this is still a window where you can complete your census. Complete. Your Let census. me ask you a question about that, uh, Miss Lisa. Okay. How, do people have to complete their census every year, or is it ten no, years? Every every ten years. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. So yep. if you every completed it once, you don't have to complete it anymore. Years. You do it well, every 10 years, you know, un unless you get chosen for one of these random, um, they have like this uh, random study or random review where they um, pick like, it's a random pick where they pick families and they may ask you like some financial questions and they, and it's like a monthly review because this happened to me a couple of years ago because I thought it was weird you know, that this lady kept reaching out to me and I'm like, hold on lady, I just did the census. Okay. And I'm asking people, have you ever been harassed by a census <laughs> person? You know, so I was really upset, but come to find out it was legit. I had to call, and then this was around the time my mom passed. I'm like, this lady was getting on my nerves. So I had to call her back. I ended up crying on the phone. Yeah, I'm such a crybaby. But I ended up crying and I was telling her, I said, you know what? I think I was very rude to you. I do apologize because I said, you're, you, you're around the age of my mom. And um, I really, I respect you. I said, please, I hope you didn't take it personal. Um, I said, I'm going through a lot right now. Um, and I just felt like she was being invasive, but you know, I guess that was the job. So Miss Barbara, if you out there somewhere, I'm gonna apologize again, you know? So um, yeah, so unless you are a part of a study where they have to do this, uh, the monthly review, um, that, that will happen more often, but the actual census is every 10 years. Okay, and it's very thank important you. that uh, people, you're welcome. It's very important that people uh, fill them out. Um, you know, state, uh, like district uh, representatives, that's how they determine um, how many 
uh, district representatives will be in a certain area or something. That's how they determine, you know, funding um, for your uh, your neighborhoods. Um, but I know it was also uh, a couple of weeks ago. I know Bernita had filled us in. Um, Brant Brantley had filled us in about. Um, the how they keep up with like the family tree and stuff like that so um okay. so yes people please fill out complete your census uh if you're out and you're around a lot of people wear a mask use your hand sanitizer practice social distancing you know and all that good stuff so again we want to just say thank you to our viewers uh we're very grateful to have mr mo blackwell mm -hmm. um you know, just just he grateful said, for. Can't wait to eat that Yoshi. Oh my gosh, I'm so <laughs> right. The garlic butter. <laughs> yes. Yep. So, uh, you all, thank you for tuning in. Um, if you are hungry, go visit Yoshi. Y'all heard him. He got five locations. Support our support your own. Go get you some Yoshi. That's Y O S H I. Yoshi Hibachi Grill. Uh, please continue to visit our website at www.mommietalk.com. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, we're going to go to Sundays now. We won't be on Mondays anymore. Next week we'll be on Sunday. So, uh, you know, keep your calendars open and uh, give us feedback. See you all Thank later. You. All right. Take care, ladies. All right. Take care. All right, you too.